three, two, one. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. I host Afternoon Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP in Mobile, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. And prior to that, covering the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, doing mornings on 103.7 The Game in Lafayette. Today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt brought to you in part by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Our guest today will be Mike Hammett, the voice of the ULM Warhawks. Warhawks football team taking on Troy. Maybe the last best chance for someone other than Troy to win the West, although I Fully expect Troy will take care of business beating ULM and uh, Arkansas State. Although, as we mentioned in yesterday's episode, their hand is getting a little bit close, too close to the flame, having won their last four ball games by a total of 14 points. We'll also talk about the job uh, that uh, Terry Bowden has done two years ago. ULM was 0-10. They are three and three in the Sun Belt. They're four and six overall. Even when they come up short, they have competed against the teams like Coastal Carolina. It has been a whale of a job that Terry Bowden has done in just a year and a half, in two rather short seasons. But first, I did want to talk about Sunbelt basketball. We've been previewing Sunbelt basketball, talking with all of the coaches. We finished with all the ones that we got. We got 11 out of the 14. Keith Richard from ULM anchoring our coverage uh, from yesterday's episode. But what a start for Sunbelt basketball. It has been insane, the uh, wins and the close games and how well they've played uh, thus far. How about Southern Miss beating Vanderbilt 60-48? to It wasn't exactly a work of art, uh, but Southern Miss outshot Vanderbilt from the free throw line 11 out of 14 compared to 3 out of 8. And this game is in Vandy. Also, the Southern Miss starter scored 50 points compared to the Vandy starter scoring 15. So Southern Miss, newcomer to the Sun Belt, goes into Nashville and takes down Jerry Stackhouse's Vanderbilt Commodores. Then you have Arkansas State going into Baton Rouge and gave LSU all they could handle, 61-52. Uh, Red Wolves did pull within two in uh, the second half, but the Tigers a little bit too much. Omar L. Sheik had 17 points and eight rebounds and a, a well-played ball game for Arkansas State, losing to LSU in the PMAC by nine. How about James Madison going up to Buffalo and blowing out the Bulls? Buffalo is generally one of the better teams in the MAC. Uh, they seem to go to the NCAA tournament almost all the time, and James Madison blew them out 97-62. Dukes shot the lights out. from the floor, 7 from uh, 18 from 3, that's about 39%. And how about 32 out of 41 from the free throw line? Vado Morris, point guard, 22 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, 3 steals, only 1 turnover. And then Alonzo Sule off of the bench, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. So now James Madison, also a newcomer to the Sun Belt, uh, beating a good... Group of five team in Buffalo by more than 30 in Buffalo. Texas State heads up to New England, takes care of Rhode Island, 70 to 66. Mason Harrell had 26 points for the Bobcats. Was not a particularly good week for Georgia State, losing a a late lead to uh, ULM 
in football, eliminating them from a contention in the Sun Belt's Eastern Division, uh, and then coming up short against Georgia Tech. However, it was a home game against a Power 5 team <coughs> in your city, right? Georgia State and Georgia Tech are both in Atlanta, Georgia, and Tech needed a Miles Kelly last-second running jumper uh, to beat Georgia State. Uh, Panthers, Jaheim Hudson, 23 points, 11 rebounds off the bench for the Panthers. Really good ball game, really tight. You're always going to get good defense when you're playing against Georgia State. Jonas Hayes uh, in his first year with the Panthers as head coach, and they almost pull off the upset. Good for Josh Passner uh, and uh, Georgia Tech for playing uh, that basketball game. Always good when you can get two teams in the same city. Not a lot of cities like that, um, but two teams in the same city and Georgia Tech going to Georgia State. Good on them. How about on Tuesday? How about on Monday night? Troy, who, again, is trying to win the West in football, takes down Florida State in Tallahassee. Amir Muhammad, 23.6 assists. Christian Eugene, 22 points in 22 minutes off of the bench. So, so far you have Southern Miss taking down Vanderbilt. And you have Troy taking down Florida State. And you have some other close calls. I mean, so far, so good. Close call uh, out in the pit in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Lobos hang on to defeat South Alabama 80-74. to A little foul trouble for uh, the Jaguars. Kevin Samuel, Turbo Jones, Owen White all in foul trouble. Owen ended up fouling out. Uh, but South Alabama battled. They were behind for most of the first half. They made a nice run. They actually took the lead on the first bucket of uh, the second half. Uh, but they had too many turnovers, 15-6. to That's not going to work. And free throws were also the big difference in a six-point game. Free throws had New Mexico shooting 16 out of 23. And the Jaguars just five out of six. However, though, the Jaguars played pretty well uh, offensively. And defensively, their one issue was uh, the turnovers, as we mentioned, and they kept on committing fouls. So they had a lot more fouls called uh, on them uh, than New Mexico did. But this is what South Alabama shot. They shot 51%. They shot 35 from three. They shot 83% from the floor, uh, from the free throw line compared to New Mexico State, who shot 44%. They shot 32% from three. They shot 70% from the free throw line, but that doesn't really matter when they have, you know, 17 more free throw attempts and 11 more maids. That was the difference in the ballgame. South Alabama actually had a chance to tie this one up, didn't, and then New Mexico on basically their last possession uh, hit a three, uh, and that was the end of uh, the ballgame. Uh, but a good job by South Alabama. Uh, you know, we'll see how good they are. They are hosting Alabama. On Tuesday night, we will have a full recap. So look for that uh, instant-ish reaction podcast, uh, which will come out uh, probably before this one, actually. Uh, But uh, we will will recap that one when we do get home, if South Alabama can give even Alabama uh, any kind of challenge on uh, Tuesday night in the Mitchell Center. Again, good job by uh, Nate Oates coming down here to take on uh, South. It is a two-for-one, but... You can't get that two-for-one in Baton Rouge. There is no way, no how LSU is ever going into Lafayette to take on 
of the Cajuns. They just won't do it. For whatever reason, they won't do a two-for-one. They certainly won't play. They won't play them in Lafayette. They won't even play them in Baton Rouge unless it's the NIT. And you got Auburn and uh, Alabama basketball uh, doing a good job. Uh, Bruce Pearl's team escaped here in uh, 19. Isaac Okoro with a couple of offensive rebounds got fouled and he made two free throws. Or else Auburn, who was winning that ball game all game long, all of a sudden was losing and the Mitchell Center was rocking and Auburn uh, got away with one. We'll see how Brandon Williams, who is outstanding young freshman, going to be one and done, 17 and 10 in his first two ball games, uh, taking on South Alabama in uh, the Mitchell Center. All right, let's take a timeout. We will talk uh, ULM football. Mike Hammett, the voice of uh, the Warhawks. Uh, recaps their season and what Terry Bowden has done for the first two years in Monroe. Uh, and then, of course, preview their ball game uh, against Troy. Again, it's a daunting task. I don't think ULM is going to pull it off. But just because Troy seems to be playing with fire, uh, they play close ball games. They're not an offensive juggernaut. They play outstanding defense. They always seem to make the clutch play. Uh, but they did beat Southern Miss 27 to 10 in their last in their next four ball games. They have combined wins of four games of 14 points. So we'll see if ULM can put up two touchdowns, 17 points. If that's the case, they very well may be in uh, the football game. All right, we will be back after this with Mike Hammett, the voice of the ULM Warhawks. You're listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's really easy and most importantly, free to post a job on LinkedIn Jobs. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Thrilled to be joined by the uh, voice of the ULM Warhawks, Mike Habit. ULM football, uh, they have Troy this week and they finish up with Southern Miss. But right now, uh, not only uh, do the Warhawks have a lot of fans in Monroe, but they probably also have a lot of fans in Mobile as probably the last chance for Troy to lose, although I guess they do go on the road to Arkansas State. But Arkansas State snuck past UMass, so I don't really see uh, that happening. Uh, Mike, A, thanks for hopping on. And before we get to, uh, you know, ULM uh, and Troy, let's talk about what what Terry Bowden has done with this program. They were 0-10 two seasons ago. I know that was the COVID year, but they were 0-10 two seasons ago. Uh, they're four and six now. They're three and three in the Sun Belt. And even when they come up short, like against Coastal Carolina, they are not embarrassing themselves from what they were just a couple of years ago. They are absolutely competing. And they gave a little bit of a scare to South Alabama way down and scored a couple of late mm-hmm. touchdowns. Yeah, this team has uh, really improved a lot when you think about uh, just two years ago, 0-10 and never led in a game. I mean, 
Mm. That's that's an incredible jump to, right. to make here. And now eight wins over the first two years under Terry Bowden taking over what is one of the most difficult jobs in the FBS. I mean, it, it is what it is. So uh, he's come in and done a nice job try, changing the culture a little bit, getting the guys to buy in. I think right now you're seeing this team click a little bit with Chandler Rogers settling in in his first year as a full-time starter, though he did start six games a year ago. He's really taken command of things. Tyrone Howell has emerged as maybe one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the Sunbelt Conference this year with what he's done. That game against South Alabama where he had over 200 yards receiving. He had another big game uh, just a couple weeks ago against Texas State. And the defense is, you know, it's slowly coming together. Vic Koning's been in this league before at Troy a couple of times, and he's been all over the country. And he wants some more depth. They need some more depth on that side. But, boy, they've come up with some big stops, and they've needed them against Texas State against Georgia State the last two weeks to now be in a position. They entered the month of November coming off a bye, needing four wins to get to six and six if they had any hope. And it's still a long shot. You still got to go to Troy and win on Saturday to keep that alive. But, uh, hey, you can't win four in a row without winning those first two. And here they are halfway through it. So uh, I think this group's still buying in, believing, and, and fighting for a goal they had at the beginning of the season, which is get to six wins. Well, I'm not sure thrilling is the way I would describe the last two victories. 31 to 30 over Texas State, uh, 31 to 28 over Georgia State. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that the radio broadcasts have an NIL deal with Chandler Rogers because he makes sure everyone is tuning in until the end of the game. <laughs> they have done a nice job, and really, it's you know, Chandler's been clutch in the fourth quarter all season long. But then uh, even the defense, I mean, just uh, that was what won it against Georgia State. The defense made some big stops, and Quay Drake got the pick six there to give ULM the late lead after Georgia State was up five with about six minutes to go. And they've been running, you know, I think the defense was on to something there. Georgia State was kind of in a pattern of what they were doing on third downs, and Quay Drake read the pass, jumped in the lane, and took it back to the house. And uh, a huge play there, but this group, like I said, they're, they're buying in. It's been exciting games. They have fallen down in both games. They were down 21 nothing in the first quarter to Texas State, come all the way back and win it, despite having four turnovers and not creating any on the defensive side. And then uh, against Georgia State, down by 11 twice in that game and come back and win it on the road. First road win, by the way, for ULM since 2019. So it had been quite a lot. It had been 19 games since ULM had won on the road, so a big way to do it and get that monkey off their back here before they have a, a tough one with Troy this weekend. Who knew ULM and the Detroit Lions had a lot in common? Who knew that? Right. Uh, <laughs> about getting road wins years and years down the road. But Chandler Rogers talked to him a little bit because he has had a couple of mistakes mm -hmm. at the end of the ball game. Uh, the defense gets a stop against Texas State. He fumbles. Uh, defense gets a stop against uh, Georgia State. Throws interception, but then the pick six happens. Yeah. So it has been... Uh, Certainly, when we think it's over, it is not over. It's but not, overall, yeah. he impressed the guys down here uh, against South Alabama. Overall, tell us about the growth of uh, Chandler Rogers, the quarterback. I think he's uh, starting to handle things a lot better. When he first took over midseason last year, there was a talk about, you know, there wasn't a lot of going through progressions for him. You kind of had the play call, and he had his guy he was going to throw it to. And, you know, I think he's really matured about being able to sit back there and look through his progressions. We've seen it a few times this year where it's, you know, on the fourth guy that he finally finds the check down guy or, or whoever he's looking for. But you can see his head move and he's looking at the different guys. And 
Uh, the zone read game, kind of the same thing, that he's struggled with that a little bit. I think he's settled in there, and as far as making better decisions, hand it off or run it, and he's just taken overall leadership of this offense. I think that's the biggest thing, is Boogie Knight was kind of looked at as that leader coming into the year. The bottom line is he's a senior. He's he's out after this year, and Chandler Rogers has a chance to stick around for another two years, and uh, you need somebody to step into that role, and Chandler is certainly taking that type of charge, it would seem, as a guy coming into, uh, you know, possibly two more years at ULM. All right, let's take a time out. We'll be back with more with our conversation with the voice of the ULM Warhawks, Mike Hammock. You're listening to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode of Lockdown Sunbelt is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Talking to Mike Hammett, voice of the ULM Warhawks. They take on Troy this weekend in Troy. So, you know, it's a big task. It's Troy's senior day. I think Carlton Marshall is leaving. That may They may make a special <laughs> rule. He may come back again, but he's the NCAA's all-time leading tackler. Uh, so it is a daunting task for sure. However, mm-hmm. it feels like Troy is playing with a lot of fire. Since their 27-10 mm-hmm. win over Southern Miss, a 17-point victory, their last four victories, I believe, are a combined 14 points. You have you may have better math yeah. than me at ULM, but I think it's a total of 14 points. That includes, you know, 10-6 over uh, South Alabama. They were down 17-0 to uh, the Cajuns. They won 23-17. They slipped past Army 10-9. Uh, uh, and so it is, it is – they are, again, you know, getting a little bit too close to the flame. And despite – you know, really good defense uh, for Troy. Uh, ULM can put up some points on the board, which we saw 34 is unheard of against South Alabama. So I, I don't know if I like ULM's chances, but I think there is uh, there is an outside shot that Troy seems to play exactly to the competition. I kind of like it to like Virginia basketball because they are not mm-hmm. an offensive juggernaut. There's no room for error. And that's the way, you know, Troy has been playing for the last month. They've gotten away with it and they've had this great season but they always seem to be one or two plays away from potentially losing. Yeah, this group, I mean, it's incredible what Coach Summerall's done in his first season there. And, you know, it kind of shows what can happen, too, in this era we now live in with the transfer portal and everything like that, that it doesn't take two or three seasons to flip a program. You can do it in one year, and uh, that's what he's been able to do precisely. And like you said, they've been on the edge. We've been watching those scores. I mean, we just played Army a couple of weeks ago. And, we're, and I'm sitting there watching that score, and I'm going, man, you know, Army might get him. And I didn't think they would. Though so Army took it to ULM in the second half of that game and just kind of wore the Warhawks down. Uh, you know, once Army's got a lead, they're they're hard to beat. I mean, just right. with the way they run that. So, uh, you know, impressive for Troy to get that victory on Saturday at home. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, the South Alabama game. I mean, they're, all the games are very similar lately, 10-9, to 10-6, to 17-14. I mean, it's, that's, right. uh, that's their style of ball. And so, really, if you're ULM, I think I think the Warhawks come into this game looking at it going, if we can score in the 20s, we're going we're gonna to be in good shape, you know, if they can do that. And this offense has been coming around a little bit, but to score in the 20s against Troy is not an easy task. So. Right. Uh, you know, it's going to be on the defense to buckle down, even though Troy hasn't done very well offensively at times. It's on this defense to continue to 
pursue that and just keep improving and trying to find a way to slow them down. If the defense can hold them under 20, hey, I think ULM's going to have a shot on Saturday. See, that's what I would say. If, if they get to the 17-point range, they're going to be in this football yeah. game because I think only the Southern Miss and Alabama A&M wins are the only two wins that Troy has by more than one score. Yeah, yeah, that's all they've got. They got Marshall by nine, but yeah, other than that, I mean, this is yeah. So uh, oh, so Marshall by nine, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. But they, like you said, they've been fighting with that flame of you know right there. They're they're taking victory from the jaws of defeat. The only time they've gotten burned was App State's hail mary. <laughs> they've that's been right. right there all right. season. So, uh, you know, this this group they know how to win close games. I think that's the scary thing is if this is a one possession game with under five minutes left on Saturday. You got to think advantage Troy because they have been there so much. Although ULM's now been there the last couple of weeks and gotten tight wins in the final five minutes. So boy, this is going to be interesting. And I would think final home game for Troy chance to wrap up the West and do all that. I mean, you know, I would think they've got a great opportunity. I think they'll be fired up to take advantage of that, but you never know. I think there's still kind of that thing when ULM rolls in, I think, so there's that ability to kind of just, you know, let your guard down a little bit. And I think the Warhawks kind of like flying under the radar, and we'll see if they can go get a third straight win and keep their hopes alive Saturday. All right, let's wrap it up here with the voice of the Warhawks, uh, Mike Hammett. The Sunbelt basketball, by the way, is off to a ridiculous uh, start. Uh, <laughs> Southern Miss, uh, newcomer, beats Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. We just had Troy beat Florida State on uh, – on Tuesday, South Alabama's hosting Alabama. Uh, by the mm-hmm. time this airs, that will probably be known what the outcome of that is. Uh, how is how has ULM started uh, this season, and, and what does the prospects look for the Warhawks? You know, it's one of those that where at this point in the season, it's hard to tell a lot just because we've played three bye games so far. The one where we've been bought, and two where we bought opponents. So, uh, you know, it's it's been three blowouts, really. Go to Texas A&M, which uh, they're now a top 25 team. They weren't when the Warhawks were down there, but uh, that's an impressive group for Texas A&M. But ULM kind of held their own a little bit, played fairly well before falling. Now they've blown out Dallas Christian, blown out Central Baptist the last two games, which you should do anyway. So uh, Tyreek LaCour, uh, of course, a familiar name to mm. South Alabama fans, now here at ULM. Uh, he's kind of leading the way for this group so far as he gets back in the groove of playing in the Sun Belt again after he got buried on the depth chart at UAB last year. Uh, so he's here at ULM. Nika Metzglarishavili, the best name in the Sun Belt Conference, is uh, is rolling along. He's got three double-figure games and a double-double so far. And uh, just overall depth, I think that's been the thing in the in the two bye games, the two good bye games anyway for ULM is uh, – they put seven in double figures in both of those games. So, I mean, it's a lot of balance, a lot of guys that can do some damage. And you have that guy who can step out and be the scoring leader in a Tyreek LaCour or Anika Metzlarishavili. So I like that balance there. Now it's about how they can get along defensively and can they keep that balance and stay healthy. They get TCU Thursday night, which TCU's just coming off the loss to a stunning loss to Northwestern State on Monday night. So hmm. uh, we'll see if the Warhawks can go follow that up in Fort Worth or if uh, the Warhawks are going to get some angry frogs on Thursday night over there. You're going to grab a horn frog cap, aren't you? If you don't have a horn frog cap, you're going to get one. I, I actually got one back in my time, uh, my life before coming here to the oh. Sun Belt, the South. I lived up in Kansas, so I'd go to the College World Series. So I got a horned frog cap, I think, back in like 2010 or something. They were up in Omaha. So 
I already have one of those. It's wow. stuffed away in a box somewhere. That's but, impressive. Yeah, I've got one somewhere. Yeah, that's impressive. He's Mike Hammett, the ULM uh, Warhawks radio broadcaster. Really appreciate your time, Mike. Thanks for uh, hopping on Locked On Sunbelt. Absolutely. Anytime, Dave. Thanks very much to Mike Hammett for hopping on Locked On Sunbelt. Also be on the lookout for an instant recap of the South Alabama-Alabama basketball game. That podcast has already been produced and released. Once again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.